For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter, where today on the podcast, going to talk a little bit about the AFC West in general. Going to go around the division and see what the individual teams did in round one of the NFL draft. And where does Denver stack up? Did they get the best fit? Did they get the best talent? We'll discuss that. And of course, check out what Oakland, Kansas City, and Los Angeles did in the first round of the NFL draft. The Broncos, of course, in the AFC West, an active AFC West this year from Two teams, and then the other two kind of very much sat it out. And, of course, in the Chiefs' case, uh, 100% when it comes to the first round. Denver, of course, makes the bigger splash in trading down from 10 to 20, and then 20 taking Noah Fant. The Oakland Raiders had the biggest surprise as they had three first-round picks. Of course, the fourth overall pick, the number 24, and then the 27th, those two acquired in the Khalil Mack trade as well as the Amari Cooper trade, Oakland selection of Cleland Farrell. Quite a stunning one. I And again, this is kind of one of those situations where, look, as long as you get a guy who becomes a franchise player, then that was a good pick. But you're, 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 you're picking a guy who, A, is probably not the best defensive lineman on his collegiate team, and B, probably would have been available a little bit later. This is where I wonder if this was the correct pick. If he turns out to be a stud pass rusher, then it was a hit at number four. Doesn't really matter. So every Oakland fan who's freaking out or everybody who's criticizing the Raiders for making this, this awful move for the guy that nobody knows, if we're talking about Cleveland Farrell in five years as a pro bowler, it was a great pick. But you can criticize it from the aspect that I don't think Cleveland Farrell would have been taken in the top 10 and probably not in the top 15. So, yeah, maybe you would have had to give up an asset to go from 24 to 15 in the form of maybe like a third-round pick, but then you get to pick a dynamic player at four and still get your guy in Farrell. So that was where it was questionable. I think their 24th and 27th picks were absolute home runs. Josh Jacobs out of Alabama, who many believe is going to be the first uh, or the best running back in this draft, uh, essentially becomes their starter. I mean, I I get they got Crowell and, and a couple okay guys. He is going to be their impact player. And then I think Jonathan Abrams is, is quite frankly, maybe one of the best defensive backs in this draft. Um, safety is just tremendous on the back end of coverage. 
Very smart player, very intelligent from what I've heard. Really like Jacobs and Abram. I, I think it was a little early for Farrell. But Oakland fairly active. Kansas City, of course, their big move was trading for Frank Clark, which their first-round pick was involved in that trade. So you could say that they acquired Frank Clark, but they gave up more than obviously just that first-round pick. But certainly, they found a bona fide pass rusher. So it should be noted. And I do want to talk a little bit about the Tyreek Hill situation. Uh, we'll probably do that in the next segment. But uh, we'll get to the Chargers here really quickly, who had a quiet night. They went in with the 28th pick. They used that 28th pick with, on Jerry Tillery, who is the big 6'7", nearly 300-pound defensive back out of Notre Dame, who, um, let's just say, has had questionable pre-draft interviews. Very, very questionable pre-draft interviews, to say the least. But look, AFC West... When it comes to it, I think Denver probably filled the biggest hole individually and maybe of the teams added the best fit. But Oakland did pretty darn good. Oakland did pretty darn good. Now, it's hard to screw up three first-round picks. It really is. But I thought they made some very good picks. I mean, Gruden and Mayock, you know, we'll see about Farrell. Farrell's the big one because if they miss on him, that's going to hurt a lot. Because, again, at number four, you had so much talent in front of you. But Abrams, Jacobs, many would argue the best safety, the best running back. We'll see how it goes. Noah Fant, maybe the best fit for what Denver was looking for at the tight end. And the Chargers pick up a beefy defensive tackle. So the AFC West, we'll see how it goes as we go through rounds two through seven, of course. Uh, day two, there's a lot of talent still left on the board. A lot of talent still left on the board. Rounds two through three will dictate if Denver really did well this draft or if they fudged it. And they've got the assets now, of course, picking up the uh, Steelers' second-round pick as well as their own. They've got opportunities. They could either trade up, stay pat, and they're going to get a lot of talent. We'll see if they pick the right ones. But a Big, big day for for the Broncos because a lot of this is going to define the future for Denver as they need to pick up some guys who, who will make an impact. They L.A. has to prove that last year was not an aberration. He has to prove that 2018 was not just this eureka moment that happened for one draft, and he has to hit on some guys this year. And we'll see. We'll see. 303-831-1340. I do want to get... So, big thanks to our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap. 100 Colorado distilled spirit. Chef Andrea Varela in that locally sourced rotating seasonally fair is just tremendous. Be sure to go check it out. Up on the rooftop this summer. Tap14.com. That's Tap14.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, Radio on Twitter, where, again, also want to say thanks to our friends at Bespoke Edge. That's BespokeEdge.com, men's custom clothier. They've been doing it for several years, family-owned. And, well, if you need to uh, upgrade the wardrobe, whether it may be something for a casual night out, maybe date night, or maybe it's for the workforce, be sure to check out the hundreds of blog posts, videos, and tips over there at BespokeEdge.com. That's BespokeEdge.com. Dot com, my friends over there at Bespoke Edge. Again, want to say thanks to our friends over there at Tap14 as well. And 
Well, be sure to check out more info on the Broncos at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com. And, of course, the all-new Mile High Sports mobile app where you can find great info on the Broncos as they continue the NFL draft. That's milehighsports.com. Milehighsports.com. See you For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.